This is The Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined today by Alex Newman. Alex, welcome aboard, and how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Duke. Well, we've got a couple stories here. I mean, we, we, you and I have talked over the last couple of weeks about how there seems to be a little bit of good news to some degree. Uh, moms seem to be fighting back. Parents, there seems to be some uh, court cases that's, that, uh, from the Supreme Court that are uh, under, under-propping religious liberty. That's all well and good. But on the other side, we've got the states now, particularly progressive states, who are wage, literally waging war on parents when it comes to their ability to opt their kids out of bad stuff. Let's start with the state of New York, to nobody's surprise. Uh, This is actually from an article entitled, and there's a petition about this, New York Department of Education declares war on parents. On June 12, 2023, the NYSED released a new document entitled, quote, creating a safe, supportive, and affirming school environment for transgender and gender expansive students. This 42-page document instructs school administrators on how to impose the left's new transgender orthodoxy upon schools. Now, we'll give you some examples about this moving forward, Alex, but this is not surprising. Isn't it interesting? When it comes to leftist initiatives, the state gets to do what it wants. When it comes to getting rid of Common Core or opting out of the health and human growth programs, well, these are are local decisions, right? You're not allowed to do that at the state level. Isn't it interesting how the the left gets it both ways? It's how it always works, Duke. And, and, you know, you and I have both been talking about this for years. The education establishment is kind of like a hydra. And so if a local jurisdiction decides to push back, the state and the feds will come down on them. If a state decides to push back, the locals and the feds will gang up on them. And if, you know, in, in a miraculous occasion like Donald Trump comes in and tries to do something decent at the federal level, well, then the states, the local jurisdictions, the teachers unions, the UNESCO, the UN's education agency will team up to stop that. So uh, it seems like for conservatives who think they're going to take back the schools or we're just going to run for school board and then we're going to fix everything. Uh, You know, we've seen over and over and over again, and we're watching right now in New York and our our next story has to do with New Jersey uh, over and over and over again. We see that no matter what conservatives or Christians try to do to reclaim or retake the schools, uh, the system always succeeds in steamrolling these parents. What's very frustrating, and I know you must experience this as well. you, You and I give a lot of talks on education and desperate parents are always asking. We show them what's going on in the public schools, and they always ask, but what can we can do? What can we do? Please give us options. Show us how we can fix the problem. And it, 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 all this, ever since Common Core now, uh, the answer's the same. I mean, I, I always feel bad about it because they want answers. My answer is get your kids out. But that that that's never enough. It's always well. Certainly, we must be able to do something not not that drastic. Do you get the same thing? All the time, Duke. But you know, I, I think what we've been doing for all these years it is bearing fruit. Um, you know, millions of parents have decided to flee this indoctrination system, and I think that's encouraging. I think many millions more will flee in the years ahead. But uh, you know, it's a slow process. Uh, people are, are so used to it. It's like the frog that's been in the boiling pot for so long, didn't even realize that the water was being brought up to a boil. Well, now they're starting to realize and they're starting to jump out of the pot. But um, you know, it's, it's very hard to compete with free. It's very hard to compete with a free babysitter and. And, you know, parents would rather 
drive a nice car or live in a bigger house than make the sacrifice needed to make sure their kids get a good education. So uh, it's certainly an uphill battle, but I, I think things are getting so bad as we're seeing right now uh, with this madness in New York that uh, parents are going to have to come to the realization that, look, it's either you pull them out or you lose them. Uh, th those are your options. Yeah, and take a look at some of the bullet points here that are going to be forced on school parents uh, in New York. Schools are directed to, quote, accept and respect a student's assertion of their own gender identity, regardless of age or grade level. Parents must be kept in the dark about their children's in-school gender transitions unless their children give school personnel permission to do otherwise. And notice that the children give permission, not parents. Uh, the next one, transgender students must be allowed to use opposite sex restrooms and locker rooms if they wish to do so. The privacy and safety concerns of other students are irrelevant. In the NYSED's view, it is a violation of state law for school personnel to fail to address students by their preferred names and gender pronouns. Furthermore, everyone should share their name and pronouns at the beginning of each school year, the start of meetings, and regularly throughout the year. School personnel are encouraged to avoid addressing students as boys and girls and to phase out single-sex gym classes. School personnel are encouraged to provide an affirming space for transgender students to talk about their future plans to obtain transgender medical treatments. This is Grooming 101, Alex. It is, and there, there's so many things wrong with this on so many levels. You, know, so you start with the, the medical care, right? Uh, what we're talking about here is genital mutilation. What we're talking about here is permanent sterilization of these young people. Uh, you're talking about, uh, you know, grown men going into locker rooms with little girls as they're changing or showering. Uh, I mean, even just a few years ago, everybody would have recognized that these things should be crimes and the perpetrators ought to be punished, right? Disfiguring little children with scalpels. Uh, it's just unthinkable. The fact that New York state is going to try to force this on the entire state uh, speaks volumes about where New York state is um, mentally and spiritually. It, it is a train wreck that we're watching, unfortunately, in slow motion, and it's atrocious. Alex, when was the last time you all these grandiose statements, these policies, all the teachers unions, goons, all the uh, DPIs from the local and state governments of these states? How, when was the last time you ever heard anything from school administrators, anything about making our kids kids read better, getting better math score, scores? I mean, I mean they're, uh, they're completely obsessed with this to the point that they don't even pretend any longer that they're going to teach your kids subject matter. No, you're right. And, and the government's own data shows very clearly that the kids are not learning how to read or how to write or how to do math or anything important about history or science or any of the core subjects. Uh, you know, every two years, the U.S. Department of Education does their national assessment of educational progress. Less than a third of these kids can read or write or do math properly. Uh, and we're talking at a proficient level. We're not talking about being very good at it or even mastering it. We're talking about basic proficiency here. Uh, there is no other industry in which this would even be considered remotely acceptable. And yet here you have these public schools. They're not doing what parents think they're supposed to be doing, teaching kids how to do the basics. They are doing what virtually no sensible parent approves of. Right. And, and polling consistently shows this. Even Democrat parents don't want their kids sexualized and transgenderized. This is a, a, an incredibly fringe idea. And yet they're doing it with our tax money without even blushing. It, it truly is mind blowing, dude.
You know, here in Wisconsin, this shows you how inept the, the, the resistance is politically. We have a Republican Assembly, a Republican Senate, uh, but we have, of course, a very liberal uh, governor. So what the legislature did is they offered up a budget giving the public schools a billion dollars, rewarding them, right? And then they put a couple things in like, well, uh, we, we're going to withhold 32 million of that billion dollars from the public school, the public university system to force them to get rid of DEI. And of course, the governor took the billion dollars and vetoed the $232 million. So he gets his complete funding of the public schools, big raises for everybody, and the, the public colleges get to keep DEI. This is what happens uh, when you try to fight this from Republicans. Yeah, and, and we see this consistently, not just on these issues, but on all issues. Republicans, I mean, either they're the most incompetent fools on the face of the planet or they're controlled opposition. And I don't mean to suggest that every Republican legislator or every Republican politician is controlled opposition, but it's so obvious that the leadership is compromised. It's hard to believe we're even having this discussion. Uh, it's a total joke. And we see the same thing at the federal level, right? The Republicans had the House the Senate and the White House, and they couldn't stop funding for Planned Parenthood. I mean, you have got to be kidding me. The most basic issue. Uh, so it's, it's not just Wisconsin. It's a national problem. And uh, unfortunately, until the grassroots among the Republican Party demand real change, this kind of fraud, this kind of shenanigans is going to continue. Before we go to break, I want to just give you, if you want to sign the petition fighting this in New York, and I think you can sign up for anywhere in the state, uh, go to Albany Update, New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. That's the Albany Update. Uh, still to come, New Jersey, right south of New York, the Attorney General there has just sued three public school districts because they're not woke enough when it comes to transitioning kids uh, on the other side. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Back again with Alex Newman, and uh, it's not just New York. I mean, I guess there's a reason people refer to New Jersey as the armpit of New York, uh, because wherever, whatever stupid thing New York does, it seems that N New Jersey doubles down on it. And this one is really vile. The state of New Jersey is suing three Monmouth County school districts over their policies requiring school officials to inform parents if their children want to transition. This is all that's happening in New Jersey, right? Uh, that moms and dads up in, in these three school districts have the right to learn from educators if their kids identify as trans or want to change their pronouns. And so the uh, attorney general of the state of New Jersey, we've got his picture right here, Matthew Platkin, uh, the attorney general for the entire state, is now suing those three school districts because parents get notified. This is actually from the suit. The case seeks to prevent potential harm to students in the Marlboro Township school system resulting from unlawful discrimination by the Marlboro Township Public Schools District and the board. 
Board of Education. Defendants have enacted and amended a policy that unlawfully discriminates against students on the basis of, basis of gender identity and gender expression, all because they're asking parents to learn about this. This will result in significant and irreversible harm if it's not stopped. Parents being notified, Alex. This is also part of the broader national trend that we're seeing. Uh, they they really want to cut parents out of everything. And, and when they try to argue here, as the attorney general does in this case, that parents don't even have a right to know about these incredibly significant decisions that uh, children are being encouraged to make, like mutilating their private parts and permanently sterilizing themselves, like using new pronouns and forcing everybody to address them using invented pronouns. Um, when when the government thinks that they know better than parents and that parents should be kept in the dark, uh, you know, we have entered into incredibly dangerous territory. And throughout history, uh, all the regimes that have tried to cut parents out of children's lives, that have tried to drive a wedge between children and families, have ended up in total disaster, uh, usually accompanied by horrific atrocities like concentration camps and mass murder. And so that may sound a little bit overly dramatic, but when you have a government with has, of course, the coercive power saying, parents, you can't know about the most important elements of your child's life. We're going to brainwash them. We're going to groom them. And then we're not even going to let anyone tell you about what's happening. You are on the road to disaster or uh, the highway to hell, as ACDC would have put it. Uh, this is uh, just unbelievably wicked, Duke. Well, you can imagine when this went down in New Jersey, there was a lot of response on both sides, including the following video from Hanover, New Jersey. The Hanover Township Board of Education implementing the new policy Tuesday that directs school staff to immediately inform parents on a variety of issues about their children, from anxiety, self-harm, to sexual orientation and gender identity. What is really being indoctrinated is the Board of Education, with their conservative political views, are trying to force that on all the rest of us. I think every parent should be aware of the sexual identity of their child. Absolutely. The New Jersey Attorney General's Office filing a civil rights complaint against the district and requesting an emergency court order to stop the Board of Ed from implementing the policy the state calls discriminatory because it targets transgender students and kids who identify as LGBTQ+, and that it, quote, it exposes them to severe harms to their safety and mental health. This mother and daughter oppose the district's new policy. I think you would, like, not trust your teachers after that one. You should know if your kid's living at home what's going on. An LGBTQ plus advocacy group speaking out against the policy, saying LGBTQ plus children often don't live in homes that accept them. That's why we have the unfortunate reality of LGBTQ youth representing the highest in the youth homeless population. And so they shouldn't have to live with the fear of being outed in their home environment. The school district saying, quote, the policy does not unlawfully discriminate against any student on the basis of any protected status and that the staff members have an obligation if they see something that could adversely affect the social, emotional well-being of a child. Yeah, well, buzzwords, social and emotional, right? This is SEL. This is the purpose of what's going on in the schools. People don't realize it, but when you're talking critical race theory and you're talking the LGD, LGBTQ, all this trans garbage, it is officiate, it's, 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 greased the skids by social emotional learning. That's the first thing. And the second thing, notice how clearly, according to the state and even some of those moms, that the parents are the problem. 
the family is the problem. The biggest danger to trans children is their own moms and dads. It is remarkable how far down the rabbit hole we are with this. It is. And, and it's I think it's actually frightening, Duke, when when the government wants to portray itself as the protector of children from their own parents. We've entered, you know, Adolf Hitler, Vladimir Lenin, Joseph Stalin territory. Right? There's nobody on the planet who loves a child more than his or her own parents. There's nobody on the planet who cares as much about the future and about the well-being of a child than his or her parents. And for the state to suggest that they care more about the child, that they love the child more than his or her parents, and that they need to protect the child from his or her parents is the height of absurdity. And any mother or any any father on planet Earth would be able to tell you this, with the exception of, you know, the one in a million who's some sort of psychopath, like the very people who think they're going to protect children from their own parents. Again, this is incredibly dangerous. This is a tactic that totalitarians have mastered over the last hundred years, and we should not be blind to the ramifications and the implications of this. The state is not the protector of children. Parents are the protectors of children. As with New York, so with New Jersey, we have a document here from the state laying out the transgender student guidance for school districts. The New Jersey law against discrimination generally makes it unlawful for schools to subject individuals to different differential treatment based on race, creed, color, national origin, ancestry, marital status, domestic partnership, or civil unions. Notice what's been added here. Sex, affectional or sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, disability or nationality. So no, notice what they've did. They've taken their little marking pen, they've added a carrot, and they've added sexual identity, gender identity. This is outrageous. And of course, it goes back to Title IX. You know, this is one of the great scourges, Alex, of our culture is that when de Democrats take office, they immediately gerrymander existing education laws like Title IX without any vote, without any congressional oversight, without any accountability to the taxpayers. And sure, Trump stopped that, right? Obama did it. Trump ended it. But Trump did nothing to make sure that his predecessor or his, his excuse me, his successor wouldn't be able to do it again. Somebody's got to get it elected president who's going to make it that point out and do everything he can to point out that this is not something that presidents have the right to do. Take existing law and just change it willy nilly. This needs to go through the entire congressional prospect. Yeah, and, and that same thing is happening on a, on a broader scale in New Jersey right now. In fact, the uh, state officials are right now debating whether to amend uh, something called Chapter 7 in their education statutes, completely in violation of the state law, completely. You know, th this is a legislative function, and you have different agencies of the executive branch, different institutions trying to usurp legislative powers, which is, of course, uh, absolutely unconstitutional. Right? Even the U.S. Constitution requires that every state have a Republican form of government, as in rule of law, laws made by by a legislature. So uh, what you have here is uh, total, total lawlessness. Uh, and I think it's important to point out here, Duke, I know we're, we're running out of time, but it's important to point out that uh, this notion that children are in danger from their parents not affirming them is total quackery. It's based on junk science and fraudulent studies funded by Big Pharma and the transgender industry that's making billions of dollars uh, drugging and mutilating children. Uh, this is absolutely grotesque. Uh, and frankly, I, I consider this to be uh, not just lawlessness, but criminal activity. I think people who are doing these kinds of harms to children ought to be held 
personally responsible. They can't just say, well, we're the government and so nobody can sue us. Uh, I, I think it's time to open up uh, the court system so that these children who, and, and there are tons of children who uh, now are speaking out and saying, hey, I was indoctrinated and then I was coerced and told that this was what I needed to feel better. And so I chopped off my private parts. Now my life is ruined. Uh, these children need to be able to sue the government officials who are, were responsible for these kinds of policies. Absolutely. And no one's talking about this. You hinted at it. And I know you and I have talked about this, Alex, but no, there's no national conversation about this. What we're dealing with here is not just about sexuality. We have decided, the progressives have decided that parents should have no boundaries, no ability to enforce discipline, have no ability to get children who are otherwise sick or mentally ill-treated. No, no, no. This doesn't belong to moms and dads anymore. You have no right to ground your kid. You certainly have no right to spank your kid. You have no ability anymore to tell children what they can or shouldn't do. To do that now is What's the word we're, we're hearing from? Discrimination on parents. It's abuse. It's going to lead to suicide. Only the public schools who say yes to every crazy idea that a kid has. They're the ones that are empowered, not the parents. Yep. This is a disaster waiting to happen, Duke. Uh, the undermining of parental authority, the undermining of parental rights. Uh, and, you know, we, we just saw how the extreme left, the communists, the Marxists, the totalitarians view parental rights. Right? They, they were protesting in Philadelphia about the Moms for Liberty conference, suggesting that you're a Nazi if you uh, support the right of parents to make decisions for their children. The reason they're coming after parental rights is because they want to control your children. It's that simple. They don't want moms and dads to be the primary uh, influence in the lives of their children. They want to indoctrinate children and turn them into little revolutionaries ready to bring down society. Uh, the transgenderism, the LGBT stuff, it's all uh, a smokescreen to cover up an even more wicked agenda, and that is the total destruction of society and rebuilding it on totalitarian grounds, on a totalitarian foundation. That's what this is about. Uh, it, you know, it's sad that these children are being mutilated. It's sad that these children are being indoctrinated. But ultimately, this is part of a much, much bigger issue, which is an attempt to completely overthrow the old order and implement a new order with horrors that will come if they succeed, like what we saw in Nazi Germany, what we saw in the Soviet Union and what we saw in communist China. It's almost the same playbook. Yep. And children belong to the state. They don't belong to you and me. And that is a recipe of disaster. When you think about, you mentioned the Nazis, the Soviets, the Bolsheviks, the Chinese communists, the children are wards of the state, which means that you decide nothing for your children. The state will decide everything. And, you know, remember when Arnie Duncan, Duncan the clown show uh, Department of Education secretary under Barack Obama said on his way out of office, you know, the future is about federal boarding schools. Are there going to be some kids that can't trust their parents, that, that need our help, K kids that we're going to have to take out of the family home, put them into group homes? You think about what happened, the laws passed in places like Washington and California, which allows 12-year-old children to run away from home if they're not getting their gender-affirming care and literally become wards of the state. Yep. And that's what this is about. It is the destruction of the nuclear family. If they couldn't kill them with abortion, they want to brainwash them. They want to turn them against their families, turn them against their parents, turn them against their country, turn them against their church, turn them against their community. Uh, and they're laying the legal groundwork right now, as, as we just saw in Washington. And as you just explained, Duke, to literally remove these children from the loving arms of their families, of their parents, uh, and have them become wards of the state. I mean, this is just absolutely 
totalitarian. It is absolutely wicked and Every person of goodwill must resist this. Yeah, and all you LGBTQW to WTF people out there, you're nuts if you actually think the 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 appropriation of your kids by government is going to stop with sexuality. Your kid may be the most openly queer, most transgender supported kid in your house, but the government's going to find another reason to take them away if you don't fight this. And sadly, I don't think they're going to. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at the Dr. Duke Show, thanks, and we'll see you next time. 